Hey everybody and welcome back, if you listened to the first episode, welcome back to Title Pending. My name is Michael Moore and I'm here with my friend and co-host. What's up? I'm Connor Shackleford. I was hoping that you were going to chime in there too. Yep. You freak me out with the dead space. <laughs> but if uh, you listened to the first episode, then you might have an idea on what we're here doing. Um, I would like to go ahead and give a quick recap just to be on the safe side. Um, okay. This title pending podcast is going to be a, essentially we're doing a comic book club. So we're uh, reading comic books and we're discussing them. We'll try to give you an idea on what we're going to read for the next episode or whatever. So then you can kind of read along and then we can discuss it all together. Right. Um, in the first episode, we discussed Moon Knight issues one and two. Um of the, uh, what run is it, Connor? Uh, the 2014 run. That's right. And um, so we were going to discuss up to issue three, but I get long-winded, and so we didn't <laughs> get there. So we got through one and two, and I think today we'll try to get through three and four. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, for our next episode, if you're listening to this, we'll try to get through five and six, and then that should round out the... Um, the artist and the writer of these first six issues, right, Connor? Yeah, and that could leave us. We could continue this run if we wanted to, or we could go to something else. So, Which I'm sure that we'll continue it, because this run only has 20 issues, so it's not like it's yeah. anything uh, too overwhelming. Um, but we will throw in new issues and that kind of stuff um, when those new issues come out. I'm looking at you, Fantastic Four, <laughs> on August 8th. Yeah. Um, I'm excited because I've never been super into fan. Like I've read a run here and there, but I've never finished one. But. You're you're dead to me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Fantastic Four is my jam. I love the Fantastic Four. So it was upsetting with what they had to do with uh, ending the the entire series. The entire the Fantastic Four were dead to Marvel for a little while. Yeah, and uh, it looks like they're finally getting their stuff together, and they're going to be able to bring it back. And I am squealing like a little girl. <laughs> I am so excited. But anywho, uh, back to new Moon Knight. Right. So we are on issue four. We're on issue three. Three, three. And this is... Yeah. Um, this one... Box, I think. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So what happens in this first panel? I have, I've already got a question. Okay. Or, or not first panel, but this first page. Um, so we see Detective Flint walking through New York with a gentleman hanging on his arm. So are we to understand that Detective Flint is gay? I am going to say yes. All right. I can dig it. Yeah. Uh, It was just yeah. just out of nowhere. It's like, boom. But that's great. It's not like there has to be some kind of weird buildup to the whole situation. <laughs> right. Um, I actually, hopefully, eventually, when we start getting into this, we start reading other books and that kind of stuff, I want to get more into the more... Uh, lgbtq characters and stuff just i find that stuff extremely interesting so yeah um there's a good dc run called midnighter about i've, I've um, yet to read that and yeah. i want to really bad i've heard it's good so i've got to read yeah. that so uh detective flint is out with his man or his boy this this guy looks way younger Young. than detective <laughs> yeah. flint and um <laughs> i like in the uh bottom right panel where uh the young dude is making fun of Detective Flint's age about the music because Detective Flint is hearing music that nobody else is hearing, apparently. Yeah. 
and uh, he's making fun of his age. And apparently, this kid or this guy has quick stand-up comedy <laughs> to uh, settle down with Detective Flint. So I thought that was kind of funny because I do stand-up comedy sometimes. I want to run about this guy. Yeah, right. What what brought him to this? Where what got him to this point? So uh, we find out on the next page then that this music. Uh, and there's there's this light that's happening in the city, and uh, there are all these ghost punks. Yeah, Just my sh- favorite kind of punks. Ghost <laughs> punk. I don't have a favorite kind of punk. <laughs> I don't like them. They don't like me is the problem. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. Um, so all these ghost punks are just like walking through the city, just beating the crap out of people. So uh, that's that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and then there's like a three panel. It looks like an intro to a TV series where his, where you see Moon Knight's car pull up with the license plate. Right. Yeah. He just he just rolls up. You see his face, Moon Knight in the box. Yep. That's what I called my ex girlfriend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Uh. So then, so how did Moon Knight show up on scene this quickly? Do we know? Um, I'm that, just assuming he just kind of patrols New York for this kind of he's shit. He's just now. rolling around in this yeah. limo. Yeah. Like he's just like, all right, there's some weird shit happening on like fifth street. Right. Let's go. So like, that's, that's kind of my thing so far with reading this comic and seeing what's going on and stuff is kind of like, he's just like rolling around in this limo and like people know about him, but like nobody acknowledges him. Nobody does anything about it or like even, Besides from Flint, no one really acknowledges he's there. Right. Yeah. So, uh, just even, like, in this very first panel, he pulls up in this white limo, white suit, stepping out. All these people are just, like, walking right past him. They're like, nope, he's not there. He could be a ghost himself, Connor. He could be. (laughs) They're just all running. So, is that what's going on? All these people are running? Yeah, they're just running from, I'm assuming, the punk ghosts. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, because then if you look at the second panel, he is, like, looking over the door, so he's facing towards the front of the car, and that's the direction that they're all running from. All right, I'll allow it. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, he jumps out of the car, he's, uh, kind of perplexed by ghost punks as well, and, uh, he tries to fight one. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Not at all. (laughs) He puts his fist through the dude's chest. And then gets his head slammed into the the hood of the car. So that's interesting is that these ghosts can touch him, but he can't touch them. Yes. And uh, not only can the ghosts touch him, the ghost chains touch him. Ghost Chains is my uh, favorite Wu-Tang album. Whoa, good, yeah. Oh, my... Okay, sorry, my dog was rubbing his butt on the car. (laughs) No, you're fine. (laughs) So, like, Moon Knight is just getting throttled by these guys. And uh, these guys end up just, like, leaving him there in the street, a bloody heap. And uh, he goes back to his mansion because he Kinda can't defeated. figure out what's going on yet. Kind of down on his luck. Yeah, no doubt. Um, His beautiful white suit is now stained red. <laughs> He's looking a bit like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah, looking a bit <laughs> looking a bit down. Right. He uh, sees all of, his other, all of his other dudes hanging out in his head. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so... Here, the moon god starts talking to him and, uh, like, keeping him straight and giving him the information on why uh, he can't touch these ghosts. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Um, yeah. So, 
Conchu is pretty much like Conchu is the moon god. It's pretty much like ever since I started inhabiting you, um, you've started a collection of ancient Egyptian items that could touch the dead, or um, they were like somehow related to the dead, be it ceremonial or otherwise. He pretty much calls Mark out and is like, "How how can you not fight these ghosts? You have so much stuff." Yeah. Okay. So in this is where um, I guess I kind of. I don't know where I read it. It has to be within these first three issues that I read to where he has this money from, like, these antiques and stuff that he's somehow acquired. Yeah, and he doesn't have any memory of it. Right, and so, yeah, we find that in the next page where he's like, I don't even remember buying any of it. Yeah. So, um, he's just got, a, a, I don't know, a basement full of mummies and whatnot. Yeah, he pretty much has a whole... Egyptian museum in his basement. Right. And uh apparently these these artifacts um have some kind of powers or whatever to them themselves to where he can fight the dead or the yeah. ghosts. Um so he didn't know it, but he had all this in his basement all along. <laughs> and on. then I remember, I remember remembering what's coming next and I think you're gonna be happy. Uh, I don't think you understand what the word happy means. Here comes his dumbass glider again, <laughs> dropping him into the city. But then what puts a smile back on my face is this crazy ass oh, his, samurai his, armor like, that he is now wearing. It's like dead fighting costume, like this new toy that they're about to sell pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why isn't there, is there an action figure of this? If there's not, if there, there should is, be. I need it. Yeah, that's, that's insane if there's not an action figure of this, because it looks very cool. He, um, I don't know if you remember, it's been a while now, but there was, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures, and I guess even there was a movie or whatever, maybe back in time or something like that to where they were like all like samurai yeah warriors and that was the feel that i got from this i was like <laughs> he turned into a ninja turtle um and what it's the, it's the nose it's the nose piece that stupid nose um that seems like that would get in the way every time he wanted to do anything <laughs> so i don't understand how that's practical but we'll, i'll allow it um that's probably going to be a running thing throughout this podcast is me allowing things that I have no control over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, another thing that kind of <laughs> that stood out to me is that not only did he have this armor, but this armor is completely white. Yes. So it, is everything <laughs> that he's going to come into contact with just immediately going to be white? I don't Yes, I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. Seems uh, that's kind of his theme. It seems incredibly uh, convenient that yeah. um, everything happens to be white. This hundreds of years old wraps and chain yeah. mail and stuff, pure white. Exactly. Pure white. Now, granted, if you look at it, like on his forearms and stuff are bones. And then yeah. like around his ribs, are, I'm assuming are rib bones and that kind of stuff. So uh, I guess he maybe patchwork this together <laughs> from some of those mummies that were in his basement i'm not entirely sure but it looks cool nonetheless he's got a bit of a, a deadpool face happening there yeah that's what i was thinking too <laughs> some uh x-force deadpool um anyways so he shows up back in uh the city to fight these ghosts and immediately punches half the face off of one yeah that ghost is not having a good time none of them are like 
as you go through this, he punches and kicks pieces of these people <laughs> off of them. It's incredible. I'm sad, though, that um, he doesn't use a moonerang at all. No, no moonerang. <laughs> Did he use First, them all up in the last issue? I, I assume he has more. That's his gimmick. Yeah, you're right. But we see that even, like, the chains and stuff don't affect him. He gets hit with the chains. It shatters in the... Um, he punches the dude's arm off. <laughs> uh, he then um, punches a piece of his side off and eventually KOs him by punching his head off. So yes. that was some Mortal Kombat stuff right there. Yeah, it was. And then <laughs> I like that on this little um, panel, you see that one trying to put his head back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, that must have been the first one that he punched, where he like punched half his face off the other side. So then they take off. He decides that he's calling in his stupid glider again, <laughs> which I kind of... There's a bit of this that I liked where he's like telling it to match his speed and then he like out he speaks out loud like that he wants it to go up to 300 feet and it's in hunt mode or all that stuff. So I thought that was kind of cool. What I'm kind of confused by with this thing um is it's extremely high tech but he hangs from a couple strips <laughs> of cloth yeah. from this thing. I don't completely understand why. But hey, I guess maybe his money was all spent elsewhere on this thing. Right. Or he's, he's just he had to make some budget cuts here and there. And, it's because uh, he's he's throwing out moonerangs all willy nilly. Yeah. He's he's gotta talk to Bruce Wayne and figure out a budget. <laughs> he's gotta get an accountant. This is insane. So uh he uh follows these ghosts back to this renovation situation, this building that looks like it's supposed to be renovated. Uh goes into the basement and he finds all of these corpses from where these punks have died. Um, and not only did they die, it looks like what I'm assuming is Johnny uh, put a bullet in each of their heads and then committed suicide himself. Yeah, that's what I gathered from this too. Okay. And um, then we see the title of the book, or the issue, the box down there at the bottom of the, the page. Um, and then when you change the page, you see where apparently, uh, Johnny's mom gave him this book, but, uh, or not book, this box, and it has the ghosts within it. You can see them in the crack of the box there. So, uh, the, I guess they're trapped within that music yeah, box. Like I'm, gu I'm guessing their spirits inhabited this music box. See, but here's my thing. Um, so you see them in the crack and they look scared. So I'm assuming they're scared of Moon Knight or whatever. And but like, what's to keep them from coming back out of that box? Yeah, because like, do they just respawn when they die, like back into this box, or it's almost or... like they retreated to this box yeah. because it was their safe space or whatever. But then, like, and they're like looking out this crack, like, oh, this is the dude that just kicked the crap out of us. But like, I feel like that they could leave that at any point in time that they want. So I just found that kind of interesting that um, it's kind of chilling. But then we see that uh, Moon Knight is back on his glider <laughs> and uh, he's flying over the river and he drops the box into the river. Just just solve that problem real quick. See, but did he, though, is my thing. Like, if those ghosts were still in that box and the box gets dropped in the river. box is still around. It's not like the box got destroyed. Right. And yeah. can those ghosts not swim? Okay, I see what you're saying. This issue was weird. 
Right. Um, I was trying to look up some stuff on it, and apparently that music box might be a reference to a very old Moon Knight thing, like a, like a first issue Moon Knight thing. Oh, which really? I, which I was not aware of. Gotcha. Um, so maybe there's but, a little bit more to this story yeah, than we know. there might be a callback here. Gotcha. I'm getting. Okay. So anyways, that's the end of this issue. Just him dropping the box into the river and flying off into the night. Into that moon night. Moon night. <laughs> come on, Netflix. Do a moon night show, please. I mean, come on. So many moonerangs. James Gunn, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy, wants yeah. to do a moon night movie. Oh, really? I wonder how that would go because he seems to do some like trippy movies, man. Yeah. Um, but they're all good movies, so I'm gonna imagine that it would be just as good. Um, so okay, so you ready to move on to the next issue then? Yep, loading it up now. Yeah, um, I was at the end of it, and I'm trying to get back to the beginning. Okay, so this issue starts out with um Odenberger. Which... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, mine hasn't loaded yet, but yeah, I remember this one. Which I thought was pretty funny that uh that is the thing. Um, but there's this dude. Ordered some food. He's standing out on the the front of uh, Odin Burger, and up rolls Moon Knight to pick him up. Now I'm gonna need. Hopefully, you understood this issue a little bit more than I did because I read it and I okay. I didn't get a chance to read it again. So I'm hoping maybe you'll be able to fill in this one more is than sleep, right? Uh, yes. Okay, I love this one. So yeah. Okay, great. So maybe you can talk a little more on this one than I can, but um. Actually, yeah, if you want to start here, this is where they're uh, in the car and Moon Knight is talking to uh, Dr. Skelton. Yeah, which is a great name. I kept, I, when I was reading it, I kept <laughs> reading it as Skeleton. And I'm like, right. that's not right. It's Skeleton. I know that, but that's not how I'm reading it. So they're discussing about something that's happened. And they both have a connection to this Dr. Peter character. Right. And um, Dr. Skeleton works in sleep research. And... Uh, there's been an outbreak of like sleep, like dream attacks is how he describes it here. A couple panels down, mm-hmm. like um, some kind of sleep related illness that kind of defies all medical logic. Okay. Right. And, um, let's see. Uh, Moon Knight. This, I don't know if this is a reference to a run I've never read or if this is something that like they just brought up for this. But uh, when Moon Knight worked with this Dr. Peter character, um, they handled a viral infection uh, that caused some genetic issues and uh that's how he is connected to this Dr. Peter person that uh, Skelton knows. Right, right. They worked together at some point, and then that Peter dude ended up working with this Dr. Skelton, I guess. Yeah. Is the way that I'm understanding it. And I would imagine that this probably is relating back to um, some previous storyline in a previous series of Moon Knight. Because it seems like, like you said, with the, the box, that kind of um, called back to possibly yeah, an earlier series there was a run where he beat up some punks in the 80s and like one of them was fighting over a music box so gotcha yeah so so that was like a 20 year old callback <laughs> yes yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me if this is also some kind of callback to that um seeing as they're just kind of like it's almost like they're pulling this stuff out of thin air just like mm-hmm. dropping in these new subjects or like um topics and they're not really given any like backstory to it much. Right. They're just kind of like, this is a thing that happened and we're moving forward. So I hope you know about it. Um, so Moon Knight then talks to this Dr. Skeleton about um, 
this research and stuff, and he wants to go to uh, Doctor Skeleton. I'm gonna keep, <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing that. Um, no, that's fine. <laughs> they're going to his uh, his lab, I guess. Yeah, his or like whatever the college campus wants to call a lab that he works for. Right, where he's doing his studies, and so we find out that it's in an old laundromat um, because uh, <laughs> the university. <laughs> Uh, that's what they provided him with, was an old yeah. laundry mat. And I, we should probably mention that the only reason Moon Knight's interested in this is because he considers dreamers people who travel at night. Ah, see, so I didn't make why. that connection. Yeah, he says that somewhere in this issue. That's why he's, like, concerned about these people. Okay, which that totally makes sense. So, mm-hmm. um, now that you point that out. Um, so... I'm not completely sure what happened to all of his patients. I guess they went to hospitals. Yeah, he uh, he mentions that they're all in hospitals or other intensive care. Okay. Like, they're all gone. Right, right. So that's why nobody's there. Um, and so Moon Knight wants to, uh, I guess, he... Okay, so jumping forward a little bit, he ends up going okay. to sleep. So he wants yeah, to... Yeah, he tells Conchu, like, hey, put me to sleep. Yeah. There's something wrong. Here. Yeah, like, so he he knows there's something wrong, and he's got to go to sleep to figure it out. And it's like localized to this area too, right? And so he asks um, Doctor Skeleton if he's got a spare room um, so he can go to sleep, and it's got to be able to be locked from the inside and whatnot. And so the doctor says that he does, but it smells funny, and yeah. Um, so he didn't know what the previous tenants had done in there and whatnot. And so like a little bit later on, you find out just why it smells funny. Um, so this book, this issue gets a little trippy. Yeah, it does. When he starts entering in the dream mushroom world. Yeah. So he goes into this empty room. He lays down. He asks Kanchu to put him to sleep. And, uh, Kanchu does just that. And, uh, I feel like I should have taken some acid. <laughs> Dropped some I even acid. like that, like, even the, the borders. I don't know if you can see the borders on your, uh, whatever you're reading on, but yeah. the borders of the pages, like, start tripping into black, like they're standard white, and then they start... Right, It's and yeah. it's it's not just, like, it's dripping upwards. Yeah. Um, where he it's like he's dropping through the floor, um, and then he just kind of is falling... And as he's falling, he changes into his costume because he's magic. With the world's biggest cape. <laughs> With, which I don't hate, so that's fine. I like the cape a lot. Um, and so he's he's he just keeps falling, apparently. I like this yeah. one page that, um, so, okay, so we see him dropping. He's changing it into his costume. And then the next page is four panels. But if you really look at the panels together, they form a skull. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I see where you're at. Which um, I didn't catch right away, but I was like, this is a <laughs> super intense picture because, or a uh, page because there's a ton of color and stuff to it. Yeah. Where the... And I'm assuming it's like from a bird's eye view and that's just his cape dropping. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's. That's the... what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah. it would just be weird that it's just like, oh yeah, well here's this page where <laughs> these four panels make a skull, but Moon Knight's not in it anywhere. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense that maybe that's where he's kind of like swooping down to land. Um, and so he he does just that. He lands. Um, he's seeing 
um, a swamp thing arm come out, yeah. of the, <laughs> out of the wall. Then he comes across this patient that um, I'm assuming is a ghost or like a specter type situation. Somehow stuck in this dream world. He doesn't have a physical body like Moon Knight does. Right. And he says that he can't sleep and he can't wake up. So he's just kind of in limbo. He's stuck in this world. Um, and then he continues to say, I'm trapped in here. I don't know where I am. Some big words that I have a hard time pronouncing. (laughs) I read them in my head, but I'm sure if I were to spit them out out loud, they uh, would not be correct. So we'll just we'll just leave it at that. And then Moon Knight lands on the ground again, and the ground is nothing but faces. I was gonna say it looks like a bunch of Thanoses. <laughs> You're right, they do. I was thinking like little old ladies, but yeah, Thanoses. <laughs> that makes more sense. Um, and so he just he keeps persisting and moving on through this world, I guess. Uh, and then we come across this giant uh, brain fungus looking situation. Yeah, which seems to be the core of the problem. Right. And uh, then he wakes up. very quick like and he bashes that door open like he's the police (laughs) and uh little dr skeleton is somewhat confused and then gets his face smashed into the desk (laughs) this is great this like after going through the dream world and being like what the hell is going on and then with it immediately just boom snap you're out of the dream and then he's just in moving he's into action like he's getting stuff done and uh so he uh goes and he smashes dr skeleton into his desk and he uh drags him back into the room where he was asleep and uh do you want to discuss or describe what we end up seeing he throws he throws dr skeleton into the room jack skeleton and um, (laughs) he starts clawing at the uh the floorboards right and the doctor's noticeably concerned, and he's like, don't do that. Right. <laughs> and uh, we see a dead body with some fungus growing off of it. Right. And so I would imagine I would imagine that this dead body, then, is that guy that's stuck in limbo. Yeah. Um, and uh, what did we find out about this? Um, that this was one of Dr. Skeleton's first test subjects from the sleep study he was going on about. And um, that he found him too late. Or he found out too late during this process that he had a fungal infection in his brain and that he died during the the dream study they were doing. Right. And instead of going to the authorities, Doctor Skeleton just wanted to hide it and make sure that the college and all every everyone didn't find out. Yeah. So, so he buried this guy, quote unquote, buried this guy underneath the floorboards of this room, and uh, there were some red eyed rats that were enjoying this guy. <laughs> Um, but, uh, this is, this is the end of the book. It just kind of ends abruptly. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it, it turns out that you were the, the, uh, stuff that was affecting the other patients was this guy's dreams that sprouted into fungus. Gotcha. Okay. So that yeah. makes a little more sense. Yeah. The last line is you've been breathing in his dreams. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's the reason why these people were going crazy. And we find out that like, Earlier in this issue, we find out that these people, like, uh, there was one chick that, like, bit into her fingers or bit yeah, her fingers and off. Yeah, didn't stop. And, yeah, and, like, it didn't wake her up, and she had to go to the hospital and whatnots. And uh, this, these two last issues that we just covered this episode have been real trippy. Yeah. 
Um, compared like ghosts and dream fungus, right? Compared to the first two issues that were uh, slasher killer and uh, um, sniper, <laughs> sniper, yeah, yeah, so like it, relatively grounded, yeah, right. Like, but but then you get into this really weird stuff to where I feel like I should have been taking hallucinogens to uh, <laughs> to really understand it. Or to never sleep again. I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I want some of that dream fungus. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's that's the two issues that we're covering today. We got through those a little quickly, I guess. Yeah, even though there did. was some more dialogue and stuff there, but we can't read the book for you. So right. we're just going to uh, we're gonna help you along and, and get an idea on what we think... Uh, um, so what do you think about this series so far? That's a question I should probably ask. Okay, so I find it interesting. It's not something that I would have normally read. Right. Um, so that's that's why I like what we're doing here, because it's getting me outside of my comfort zone. It's it's forcing you to read things you would have had zero interest in. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of times it's probably because I would lo- would have looked at say this book I would or the, even just this issue specifically if I were at a comic shop and I pulled this issue off the shelves and I flipped through it and I saw that weird dreamscape I would have put it back on the shelf okay that wouldn't have been something that I would have been into but starting at the beginning knowing um that if I have questions I can ask you questions because you're familiar yep. with the material and that that kind of thing um but like it was really weird like when I would actually read books I had to have super clean art to look at. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, the, again, just even the art is outside of what I would normally be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, like I say, it's trippy. I like that there's only 20 issues, so there's going to be um, there's an end in sight. Yeah, so it's not like it's just like an ongoing thing like Spawn is still going. Oh, my gosh. And that's sure a bit of a mess. So... Um, uh, yeah, I like, I lean more towards more condensed runs like this where you don't need so much continuity. Right. Um, and we actually have only two more issues before they switch writers. So that's a thing that they do with Moon Knight a lot. Right. Is, um, this is the first run that's like, for some reason it's con- all 20 issues are considered the 2014 run, but yeah. every six it switches. Right. Um, uh, but for... Like they would do like a four issue miniseries here and then switch around. Like they would hand him off a lot. Right. Um, I guess I got a question. Like, so we've noticed, uh, we discussed this the last time that this particular run, the way that they're setting up these issues and stuff, they almost feel like annuals by themselves, like confined stories within each issue. Um, will this, because you've already read the entire series or whatever, will this mm-hmm. then spread into like what we've picked up so far in these first um, four issues? Will any of this come back to play further into the series um, or the run? Not so much the individual like supernatural stories, but the uh, the doctor will like the medical aspect of it will come back. Okay, and they're just kind of like what Moon Knight is learning about himself. Yeah. That's pretty much what this like like there's going to be a recurring theme of flashing back or forward to the uh, doctor's office and there's going to be a recurring theme of him going back to his house and gotcha. seeing the move god. Okay. Well cool. So far so good. Um so next episode then we're going to try to read f- uh 5 and 6. Yep. So if you're reading along with us, um do that. 
I have a thing that I just did right before we started recording. Uh, so I guess we're just going to kind of wrap this thing up. Um, okay. If you're reading along with us and you have some input or you think that we've come up with some outlandish business that isn't <laughs> right, um, I'm more than happy to have any kind of criticism. Um, yeah, same. Because if if I'm not getting it right, I'm not understanding something that I want to know. Um, you can email us at the legit title pending podcast at gmail.com. I know that's okay. somewhat a pain in the ass 40. to uh, yeah. to get to, but I tried many different variations and we this is what I had to go with. So the legit uh, title pending podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think uh, yes, about this series. If if you like it, you don't like it, if if you have specific things about the book that you like if you have gripes with what we've said i'm fine with that i'm always willing to learn i like to learn um we also have a instagram now it's the title pending podcast you can find us there uh so i'll try to like put up the images of the covers that we're reading um each episode and that kind of thing and then we'll probably throw in some extra stuff there too um I'm going to imagine that we probably won't just stay on topic with um, just the comic books because on on the Instagram, uh, Instagram or the podcast yeah. or whatever. Yeah, uh, like, we, like we're, we're going to get off topic at some point. Yeah, because um, we both like watching the movies and stuff, too. So we might end up talking about that kind of stuff or just whatever. And it's going to be kind of uh, nerd centric. But right now it's um, a comic book club type podcast. So we want you to read along with us. And yes. Uh, uh, hopefully you'll start chiming in. I'll probably put together a Twitter account or something at some point. But um, okay, and I can I can do that too. Perfect. Um, I can run the Twitter if you want to run the Instagram. Attaboy. Sweet. Yeah, because I'm an Instagram person over a Twitter person, but it doesn't matter. We got to get it out. Yeah, we need to we need to spread this. That's right, boy. Like a like a dream mold. Like a dream or, fungus mold. Yeah, f- yeah, yeah, yeah. See that tying it back. That's what we're yeah. doing. We're just bringing this bad boy home. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so anyways, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We would appreciate if you would uh subscribe and uh, download all the episodes and um you'll be able to find us on all the listening devices and yes. uh apps and whatnot. So please jump in there, give us the ratings and the be nice. The the likes and the subscribes and Add the... it. that's right. Add a boy. Yeah. Smash that like button. Yeah, smash it. Um but anyways, you can follow me. I'm at uh, M M More Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. What about you, Connor? And I am at Attack on Wake Up, all caps on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitter. That's right. So uh, follow us and uh, follow us on the Instagrams, the title pending podcast, and uh, we will talk to you the next time. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Bye.